everybody. It's so good to see you all today. Uh, welcome to DrBoysTV.com, the home for intelligent black people. And I'm going to tell you what, uh, today, you know, every, every day can be a good day if you want it to be. But some days are more special than others. And today is a very special day because we've got uh, two uh, extraordinary leaders in the building, two people that uh, that you probably know about. And if you don't know about them, if you don't know now, you know, and you ain't going to forget. I can guarantee you that much. Uh, I have the honor of speaking with the, uh, the one and only Miss Vicki Dillard. Uh, who is right. a fine Nubian queen at TV and a lot of other platforms. She has her own purpose with Vicky.com. Uh, how are you doing today, Vicky? I'm doing really good. I'm amongst two kings, two guys. I'm doing real good. Yes, yes. All right, all right. And we also have Riza Islam, uh, one of the great young leaders of our generation, just yes. uh, an extraordinary black man who has been fighting the battle. He's been on the front lines on this uh, all this pandemic politics. How are you doing today, brother? Man, brother, I'm so well, man. I'm telling you, when I saw the names of the people who they said I was going to be on with today, I said, look, come on now. It's, it's a long time coming. We should do this a long time ago, but I'm truly thankful to be on my brother and my sister. Mm, thank you. <laughs> thank well, I'm, I'm you. I'm honored to have you both. And uh, and I'll tell you what, we got a lot to talk about. It's hard to even know where to begin, but you know what? Uh, first of all, I want everybody to please greet uh, Vicky and Riza and, and and let them know how proud of them you are. Let them know how much you love them, uh, because this is this is the media that we've all been waiting for. This is the this is this is this is the future for black people. This is who we are now. And ain't, ain't no turning back. Once you go black, you never go back. Come on. Now. <laughs> That's right. So, That's right. Uh, so let, let's start. Let's start with. Um, with with let's you know because there's so much stuff out there to hit on and I know y'all got, got, are gonna have so many great things to say. Uh, Rizzo, hope you don't mind. Ladies first. Uh, I'm gonna go to Vicky. Absolutely. Oh come on, go ahead. <laughs> uh, so, so you know what, Vicky? I'm gonna tell you. Just right before we came on together, I read um, uh, a, an article from uh, the brother down in uh, South Africa who found the Omicron uh, variant. Right. And uh, and one of the things that he said was first, well, actually, it was two separate doctors that, that, that I had seen since we might as well just talk about the, the obvious. Well, we'll try not to say the V word if y'all know it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and one doctor was saying that this variant, which has, you know, been all over media and shutting things down and they're not taking any flights from South Africa. Oh, my God. One doctor was saying the symptoms were mild, that it wasn't any worse than a cold. And then the black doctor who I discovered it said, he said, look, I did not make this announcement for you to uh, justify shutting Africa out of global travel and trade. Come on. He said it ain't that serious. Um, It seems like in general that they're, they're playing games with our heads like there's a big agenda here. Can you kind of speak to some of what you've been seeing and feeling in the environment that we're in right now, Vicki? Yes, indeed. Well, first of all, again, this is such a privilege and an honor to be with you both. But let me tell you something, both domestically and internationally, this is about the changing of the gods. When I say gods, I'm talking about what? One with force and power. And Dr. Boyce, we are unaccustomed to seeing the big black brain run stuff, uh, be listened to. You are having what, black professionals, black doctors, black experts, brother Rissa Islam being attacked by the White House. Okay, 
by the White House. They've got their young generation of Kyle Rittenhouse, and we got Rizzi Islam. And so dominating, educating, building, empowering. Go back to the black doctors who have been silenced. Mm -hmm. Go back to the black doctors who we've discredited. Mm -hmm. They're telling us to listen to the science, but which science? What I'm trying to say is this is them enthroned. Mm -hmm. Our scientific community speaking as one with authority right now. And whenever there's a war, Doc, they always start with the propaganda and the the delegitimizing of black intelligence, the policing of black intelligence. So this is a test on multiple levels to see whether or not who's your daddy, who's your daddy. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm listening to daddy, meaning the original black man and the original black woman. Are you understanding what That's I'm right. talking about? So right. I think this might sound obscure the way I'm breaking this down. It's bigger than just a medical situation. Do you understand? It's 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 showing the weaknesses of white supremacy throughout the world. It's exposing it. Look, we're seeing the educational uh, arena affected by this. Government, mm-hmm. nation, the economy, food, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The stuff that the Honorable Elisha Muhammad told us to do, the stuff that Minister Louis Farrakhan have been telling us to do, educating our own. This is forcing mm-hmm. us to do what we should have already done. Dr. Boyce, what do you talk about? Who do you support and empower? And what messages do you, do you push about us educating our own, building black businesses? What is this forcing us to do right now? Educate our own and build black businesses. We have to. This is bigger than what we see. So, again, it's so multi-layered. But as it relates to, again, the black doctors that you're talking about, we know that a lot of this first uh, uh, was detected in what? The Europe and throughout Europe, right? But it's it's the African nations who have had dramatically lower numbers. They've been confounding the so-called wise with how is it that they have such low vacation rates, Mm -hmm. low Vaseline rates. But yet, you understand, we are sitting here imposing what? Economic sanctions and control and mandates over the African nations, even Mm -hmm. though we're seeing true levels of pandemic. And I'll let Brother Rizzo get into the details of that. With the European nations, think about in America, I'll say this and I'll stop. I broke some of this news early on because I was getting my information, Dr. Boyce, from black men and women like Brother Rissa and like Dr. Wesley Muhammad. What did they tell us early on? Didn't they tell us early on that there was some suspicious stuff happening? We're just going to say from some Asian, uh, we're going to leave it like that, right? But then when a white newspaper broke the news, and when the Kentucky senators started talking about it, everybody got excited, didn't they? Everybody started saying, Rand Paul, see, he called him out on the woo, the woo, 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 right? Well, let's call it the woo, on the woo, woo, woo. They said, Rand Paul, he called him out on the woo, woo, woo. But over a year ago, I broke some of the news because I got some of the information and details from who? My intelligent black brothers that were already pointing to some questionable things that were happening there, saying that we need to look at this, we need to ask intelligent questions. So this is so much bigger than what we know. This is about shutting down folks here in America, black folks in America and around the world. And I brought that up to say that when the 
global, you know what was initially detected. When we look at the research now, we know it was amongst a certain Dr. Boyce white religious group out of New York. Mm. And it made its way into what, what did you say? What did you say, Brother Rizzo? That's a fact. I'm sorry, did Brother Rizzo, <laughs> what did you say, Brother? That's a fact. Okay. <laughs> and then it made its way, Dr. Boyce, into the black community. Mm-hmm. It was not by accident. Hush Vicky, let, let the men talk. Talk y'all. Wow. Well, you know what? I, I think that's really interesting. And uh, and by the way, I'm speaking with uh Vicky Dillon and Rizzo Islam. And we're really just having a, a conversation where I want to hear these intelligent black people talk about what they're seeing with these pandemic politics, uh, any lies and propaganda, what's been going on. Uh, and uh, also, I'm going to put a link to uh, an event, a special event that Vicky and Riz are doing uh, on Sunday, uh, December 5th at 2 p.m. Eastern. Uh, and you guys can all go check that out as well. So, so Riz, let me let me let me ask you this, man. I, I uh, I'll tell you, brother, I, I was um, I, I was just trying to figure out, um, you know, what, what's been going on. I try to be taking all the information, even things I don't agree with. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I, I saw an interview you did where, uh, you, you share this on your, um, Instagram page, the intellectual extremist, uh, extreme mm-hmm. with an X. I want everybody to follow that. And somebody says something like, well, you know, you already, you black folks, you already drinking Hennessy, smoking cigarettes, <laughs> mm-hmm. eating fried chicken and doing these other stuff. You don't care about what's going in your body in that situation, so why not right. just go ahead and get this jab? You know, and uh, and you had a, you had the perfect answer for that. So uh, go ahead and tell them. Uh, I, I knew you would. I just sat there. Just, <laughs> I, it's like you just sit there. It's like wait for it, wait for it. I, I knew it, was good. And, and, and you nailed it. You nailed it. So tell us what you said uh, that that really makes this different from just you know somebody choosing to eat some fried chicken. Oh man. Well, first thing, let me let me just. Uh, acknowledge and uh, just validate quickly our sister, dear sister uh, Vicky here for being the divine feminine that she is, because this has to be a consistent thing. We must add the divine feminine as a part of the conversation when we have us as men, uh, you know, too much ego, too much testosterone gets caught up in these conversations and not enough of the feminine to balance it out in the middle uh, with sound judgment, logic and facts. So I appreciate my sister for coming on and for all of us doing what we do best. You know, and, and Brother Dr. Boyce for facilitating this, because, again, it takes a lot of courage to do what you're doing every time we come together doing this, because the big black brain, of course, as our sister said, is dominant and they don't want that to be dominant. Thank so you. I want to just make sure I said that first, sister. Thank you. Um, yes, ma'am. Um, the next thing is I love when people bring up these comparisons that have virtually nothing to do with one another. OK, you're not being forced or mandated to drink Hennessy. You ain't being mandated to eat fried chicken. You're not being mandated to eat hot Cheetos. You're not being mandated to smoke cigarettes, smoke weed. This is not being forced on you. You're not having your children removed as a result of it. You're not having your education threatened as a result of it. You can go to work high and drunk if you're able to function enough. Good enough. So let, let us make sure we stop with these non sequitur arguments here. We are trying to find ways to continue to perpetually be attached to a system that does not give a damn about us. Period. Mm. We are finding ways to justify remaining attached to a system that has given us every single reason to not trust it at all. But we're trying to come up with reasons why we should remain attached to, as our sister said, Zaddy or our abusive husband and or wife figure, Mm. also known as the American government, in particular the system Mm. of white supremacy. Mm. So let us make this very clear. This circumstance that we're dealing with is something that is not safe, 
is not effective, is not what they say it is. It is not helping. It is harming far more than it is helping. It is under a false pretense of help, as we know in the Bible, the Holy Quran and logic and science can bear witness that when an evil person comes to you, they come as an angel dressed of light. Satan always comes as an angel dressed in light, saying, I'm here to help you. They always come in the name of help to harm. So be very mindful and very clear that when you try to bring up these comparisons saying, well, hell, man, you've been drinking this most of your life. You've been smoking this. You ain't never asked the weed, man, what's in it? Bro, hold on. Wait a minute. Hold on. (laughs) So you tell me now all of a sudden when I want to do something right, when this circumstance that is affecting the majority of human beings on the planet, which is something big enough to make me step into my right thinking, now I'm still a nigga. Just keep being a nigga. Why you want to be smart now? Just escape your nigga. I was like, I'm like, well, damn. I, so I can't get better at all. I'm not supposed to change, evolve, reach for higher levels of understanding, intellect. So I'm just supposed to be some blood, crip nigga in the hood killing each other. I can't say, wait a minute, let me stop killing my brother and my sister. Wait a minute, let me stop abusing my people. Wait a minute, let me change my diet. You know what? Let me become an owner of land. Let me be a good example for the brothers on the block, sisters on the block. I'm not supposed to do better. Come See, on. so that was very telling for a lot of us that we paid attention. That told us a lot. So again, it's a very, it's a completely different circumstance. And again, this government is not forcing you to do those things, but they're trying to force you to do this when it is in itself is for a nefarious reason and purpose. So again, let's just keep this straight. Let's stop playing. So good. You made a, you made a good point too. Also that, you know, if, um, if Coca-Cola or Cheetos harms me, I can, on, I, can also, I, I, you know, I can be compensated That's for that. Yeah, if, if 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 you know if I if I take uh some some you know I don't know some sort of product off the shelf and I eat it and it's not healthy for me and something bad happens to my body I can sue you can sue them you can't you can't sue uh any of these companies and uh and and then you mentioned an act that they just passed you can tell me what it is I, I can't remember what the, the prep act the prep act which now protects yeah. what Moderna and Pfizer and Moderna I, mm-hmm. I mean, you you know, I just, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I want to make it clear to everybody in here that um, I've I've taken the position where I don't judge your choice. Right. You know, right. Your body, your choice. I, right. I I become a white feminist at that point. Your body, your choice. Right? <laughs> okay. Well, you know, but but come on now. I, come you on. Know, if you trust Big Pharma, if you really think Big Pharma is looking out for anybody oh. other than the dollar bill, it, it, I mean, especially black people. Vicky, please help us with this. You you talk about just the the, the, the folks that they position. Come on. Out. You talk about mm-hmm. the mammies and everything Come else on. they position to kind of push this craziness. Speak to that in terms of uh what, what you're seeing on that front, the how the propaganda is working right now. And what just a brilliant point, Dr. Boyce, that you just made up. And I totally agree with Rizzo. That's the thing that I love about you, Dr. Boyce, is that you are fearless and you do allow alternative opinions. And we can we so appreciate you uh, for that. And by the way, I just want to throw this out. Y'all see what's behind me. I, I know I just do too much. Y'all see what's behind <laughs> me. Y'all see. Yep. Yes, I just got you real fast. Shout out, Dr. Boyce. I get to and say it. Oh. I, I could have brought, brought mine out. Oh, man. I could have brought mine out. Oh, you can't do that. You can't do that. Come on. I'm sorry. Dr. Boyce lets me get off sometimes, but I got to do it in his face because I posted it. That's right. But I want to thank you, Doc, so much. And my brother Rizza, when I saw Rizza's video footage, I wish I was there. I was look, I was trying to twist and twirl my doctor. I was trying to. I said, he, "Look at the look at the people that's going. Look, all the people they look look they look strong. Let me go. That's right. Just for five minutes, 
She said, I'm going to have you up and going soon. I paraphrase it. But just this time, Vicky, just hold off this time. I was trying to make it, y'all. But I want to thank you, Dr. Boyce, and the All Black National Convention for this Black Excellence Awards. I just had to say that real quick. Thank you so much. This means the world. I've been doing the most with this. People love to talk about the Emmys and all that, but you did this for us. And I want to say thank you. Thank you. I bow to you, Dr. Boyce. I'm bowing bowing right back. Everybody type the word excellence in the chat. Vicky represents black excellence. So <laughs> excellence is our word for today. Yes. So, so Vicky, let me get to, I'm answering your question. I'm oh, sorry. Please, go ahead. I'm, I'm so sorry. Go ahead. I, I, I to go look for mine. I couldn't find it right now. But oh, yes, no. I was going I was going to party with you right I'm now, right, but I got Yes. You. But I'm partying with you, brother, cuz I saw your video and I was so moved, uh brother Rizza, when you accepted the award for being on the front lines. But I wanted to say this. Who's the biggest uh lobbyist in Washington DC? Big Pharma. Come on. Whose very black tax dollars help to fund some of the jabs? Make sure I'm not telling the the, the wrong information here, Brother Rizzi. Am I telling the truth that some of our taxpayer dollars help? Some of us didn't know that our dollars were involved in this stuff. And then the third thing, I tweeted this long time ago, what you just said, Dr. Boyce, in other circumstances and situations where uh, 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 people can be held accountable in the court of law, they have a special provision where they cannot be held accountable. So if you want the American people and especially black people to feel better about what you're doing, fine. Remove the legal protections that you have that the average person, the average entity does not have. We're not. Come on. You don't have to put us in the category what y'all call them what far right extremists nuts and all. Forget that. We, we're talking about we're talking about the peripheral stuff, right? We're talking about the tactics. We're talking about the other things that are associated with it. Why do they have legal protections that the average person does not? Why is it that they are not able to be held accountable in the court of law if something mm-hmm. goes wrong? These are important things, and I want folks to keep that in mind. Is that the biggest lobby in D.C. is Big Pharma? Some of your very black tax dollars went into the making of this stuff. So we should have an interest in this matter. And thirdly, why can't we hold them accountable legally in court? One of the things I want to talk about on Sunday, which I'm going to let Brother Rizzo do most of the talking, because when you have a God of his status, that you just hush for the most part and just let him do it. <laughs> but a couple things I want to say, and I won't get into detail. Some of us didn't know this. Some do. Do you know that in different countries, Dr. Boyce, not only are we dealing with an America where these big uh, 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 corporate uh, corporate corporations, uh, big pharma corporations are exempt. We know that they've been making skyrocket, skyrocket uh, profits. Mm-hmm. Some of the nations I've been finding, Brother Rizzo, Dr. Boyce, and Brother Rizzo, you take from here. Like I said, I want to talk more about it during the during Sunday. This is one of the things, one of the few things I'm going to discuss. Why is it that certain nations they are demanding that certain nations turn over national assets hmm. before they're willing to give their people this. I said, whoa, when I start going down that rabbit trail of research, Dr. Boyce, do you all know this is, ha- brother, is, am I lying? Just- <laughs> no, that's a fact. Mm. That is a fact. Interesting. Okay. Yes. So, so tell, yes. tell me, I, I'd like to, I'd like to know more about that. No. And actually, before I go to you, Riz, real quick, I want to m- mention to everybody who just came in, I'm talking to Riza Islam. And Vicki Dillard, we're talking about pandemic politics, lies, media, propaganda, 
hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up. Also, uh, Sunday, December 5th, Vicky and Riza are hosting a private uh, discussion where they're going to break down all the things that they've been seeing uh, throughout this this process, uh, all about the pandemic. These are not conversations that can be had in public. That's right. And so uh, if you're That's interested right. in joining, you can go to flynubianmastermind.com. The URL is on the screen uh, right there. So, Brother Riza, so so to Vicky's point, um, what what is going on? I I, I have seen where um, uh, I'll mention this, and then I then I'd like to I'd, I'd like to know the, the the answer to that that other part of the question as well is. I saw where uh, uh, there's a really interesting, uh, pretty smart white lady on, on the hill.com. I forgot her name, but but she's she gives the honest truth about this. And one thing that she mentioned was that a lot of African countries are literally receiving all those doses of the jab and they're sending it back. They're like, our people yes. we don't want that. Like, you just take it, you know. And so so are Jim you still- Kim Iverson, thank you. She deserves props because she's, I mean, it takes a while for me to trust, you know, people that don't have enough melanin, but she she's really laid it down pretty well. And so tell me, you know, what's going on just from a uh, co, almost like a co-intel-pro kind of standpoint in terms of uh, of, of these things that, that the public isn't necessarily talking about? Absolutely. The first thing that we definitely want to look at is uh, the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad and the Honorable Nusul Farrakhan continue to teach us that history is most attractive and best qualified to reward one's research. If we don't study history, then we are doomed to repeat it over and over and over again to that point. Sister Vicky mentioned that the number one lobbying donor, meaning the number one group of people or organizations that are represented by individuals who pay money to congressmen and women, the over 500 congressmen and women, you have gas and oil companies, you have different special interest groups, they have people that they hire to go, that they represent to offer large amounts of money and say, if you pass this law to protect our group, if you pass this law to give us less taxes, et cetera, we'll give you this amount of money. These are called lobbyists. There are at least five, at least five pharmaceutical representatives on the lobbying floor per every pharmaceutical company that go to every single senator and house representative make us very clear how much money, how much pressure, how they are consistently hounding these representatives. So let me go here to the next point, dealing with the COINTELPRO understanding of how they are operating when it comes to acquiring mineral resources. Something here that everyone should look at is the National Security Study Memorandum 200. The National Security Study Memorandum 200. If you have not researched what that is, you should research it now. The 1974 document that was put out, authorized and written by Dr. Henry Kissinger, mm. who was the 32nd Secretary of State under President Richard Nixon and Gerald Ford. Inside of the 1974 Kissinger report, it specifies out of many different things, here are three specifications. It says specific goals of the NSSM 200 were, amongst others, one, securing U.S. control over minerals and fuel resources in Africa and other developing regions. Wow. There. That was 1974. It's in the book. Now, let me say this here so we can understand. This is a very old tactic, a very old move, a very traditional move that they have used. That was, you're talking about 1974. Okay, so 1974. Four. We are going into 2022 and they're recycling the same 
moves, the same tactics and strategies. Why? Because they have worked so well. The mm -hmm. beauty, however, is that they're not going to work as well as they used to. Um, when it came to receiving food, when it came to receiving aid and money and different resources from America, they would go in and say, in order for you to get this food, in order for you to get this aid, you have to adopt our abortion and reproductive service policies. Come on. Number one, you have to adopt and take on our pills for abortions. You have to also adopt our tactics and our policies when it comes to uh, jabs and stabs, when it comes to what you're giving children and women. All of these have been old tactics. They've been on the books. They've been in the laws. This is what they've been doing. So now they're recycling it when it comes to this circumstance. It is the same tactic. They're recycling it because we have allowed them to do it over and over again, but it is not going to work in the way that they think. Come on. Mm. Wow, wow. Wow. So so you think, um, so so Vicky, let me let me just uh let me ask you this question in terms of um, you know, I guess uh, shifting gears slightly on this. Um, in terms of this pandemic, uh, you know, I, I remember hearing politicians like Rahm Emanuel say things like, you know, never waste a good crisis. Or, mm. so, <laughs> and, uh, and it seems to me that, that with, you know, that, that with all the panic that's, that's created in the media, the more they uh, get people afraid, the more <clears throat> they're able to tell people what to do and make these moves. And it, and it all is very interesting because when you really try to connect the dots and you ask more questions, uh, we're not, we're sort of discouraged from even asking questions. Right. Like it don't mm -hmm. make no sense. And you say, okay, well make it make sense. And they say, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> like, it makes sense. Just trust us. Right. Uh, you know, so, so like, for example, the, 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 I, I still haven't been convinced that this Omicron variant is is scary. That right. there, if there's anything, I mean, I'm open, you know, I'm open to you, you know, give me evidence that a virus might kill me. If, if you show me something that's taking out, you know, 10% of the people that catch it or something like that, then may, I'll listen to you more. But there's nothing there. But yet, it's almost like people, they just say, okay, everybody panic. And then people just start panicking and they just go along with the flow. What's happening there in terms of uh, that division, diversion, if you will, between, say, grassroots media, where you uh, encourage people to be intelligent and to think through things versus mainstream media? where it almost seems like thinking about things critically is not even not allowed, encouraged, and, and, and it leads to ostracism. What, what do you think, Vicki? It's about the biscuits and the bones of it all, Dr. Boyd. <laughs> <laughs> it's about the bone and biscuitry of it all. What do I mean? I talk about this a lot, not to be disrespectful. When, when I'm talking about a biscuit, do you know that's an actual, literal, historical phrase? Our open enemy used to incentivize black betrayal amongst ourselves mm -hmm. by snitching on black revolutionary things, by making sure that you did what was right and give a mass of the heads up. When you did something that benefit white supremacy, they literally one of the things that they incentivized you with was what? With actual food, with chicken, with biscuits. So when I'm using that phrase, that's a literal historical reference. But I've upgraded to bones and biscuits because our family dog gave me a powerful revelation. You know, I got you know I got my victory. Uh, oh, she, she, oh wow. she gives these out on her podcast. 
got all the Negroes on TV, and I said, Vicky, you got to send me one of these. Oh, now. Now, now, I, I hope I didn't earn one. I, I, I never want to. No, 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 not at all. No, no. The top of memento, like a little line jacket. It's showing it down. That's right. That's no, right. Let, let's, get, let's give some of these Negroes a trophy. You named, That's right. You named some the other day. You were talking about um, like what was going on with uh, Kamala Harris and Simone Sanders. Oh, yes, yes, sir. Uh, speak to some of that in terms of, of, of this constant positioning of black people. Uh, to be Negro managers. Uh, it's a meritorious that, manumission. That right there. Yes, sir. And that's a literal, what our brother just said. That's right, Doc. Uh, I, what our brother just <laughs> said. You see, look, I got with the biscuits on it. Look, the biscuits. Come on. And then, look, you see the the, the raccoon at the top and the dog. That is crazy. <laughs> so, look, look so we got to do visuals. Our people learn more than one way. We can't just do regular stuff. People like Vicky, how you go before the feds and attract the judges and suing and without nobody, whatever. Honey, I know how to shift energy, baby. Don't play with me. I know what our people need, honey. I'm dealing with your subconscious. But anyway, let me focus, focus, focus. When I was dealing with these bones and biscuits, like how uh, uh, Simone Sanders was recently, she humiliated herself. Now she's leaving the White House, which we predicted. I predicted. Other black media folks predicted a long time ago. I don't. My nature is to automatically defend black people. You got to show yourself to be a spy agent, which means that they use you as an implant, a lookalike. They have black looking people. That's all right there. They have black, they linebacker. That's a linebacker. They have black looking. That's Vicky talking. There's nobody else. I'm the divine feminine calling her a linebacker. And I'm explaining to you why I use that phrase. The, the, they, they use black looking people. That's how white supremacy is most effective. They're not effective just on their own. They have to solicit and draft other folks from the other side to do the bidding. When you know about spy agents, what do they do? Those are plants, right? And some of the spy agents, they look like they assimilate into regular society. They have regular jobs. They're working for the government. They're working at grocery stores. They're working as teachers and engineers and stuff. But you don't know, beloved that they are right now just lying in wait to be activated for the other side. Jesus said it like that. For some of your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Y'all listen to me. I believe in Jesus, but I believe in the black revolution. But if you believe in the white one, he still said this in your mind. Wolves in sheep's clothing. Mm-hmm. Not Vicky attacking a black brother or sister. He said there's a false prophet. There's a true prophet, right? He said there's wheat. And there's tares. Tares are, right. are, are weeds that look like wheat that are amongst the what? Amongst the true wheat, right? There are tares that's amongst the true wheat. So what I'm saying is I'm trying to hit our people on those that look like us, but they're actually tools for the other side. This is what those folks are doing. So the reason they speak against us, the reason why uh, our open enemy promotes them, right? They put them out front. So that they could take the hits for white supremacy. They use them as cover to be what? Their mouthpieces. So it makes it look like you're attacking your own when in fact you're not. Now, real quick, as a side note, the reason I was calling out Simone Sanders and I put up the tweets, I put up the receipts. Because before she officially decided she was going to work with Joe Biden after working with Bernie Sanders, she publicly went out there, attacked a black man, Uncle Luke, who wrote an intelligent, accurate political op-ed. In a Florida, I believe it's Miami newspaper. I don't want to get the name wrong. Saying how Kamala is going to have a difficult time winning the nomination because of her lock them up stance as prosecutor, right? Guess mm-hmm. what she said? 
Simone, she put out publicly, she called him stupid by saying that he is no political mastermind or strategist. And then her second sentence, guess what she said, Brother Rizzo? She said she was tired of the unsolicited opinions of black men. I remember that. Yes. She, brother, uh, Dr. Boyce, she was on CNN four years ago when a white man told her publicly to shut up. So she, in essence, told the black man to do what? Shut up. Shut up. Thank you for the tweet, Doc. Yeah, that's, that's let the him know tweet. I'm not. Doc, let him know I'm not lying, Doc. Yeah, it says it right here. Uh, it was uh, February fifth, twenty nineteen. Look said, what she said. Why do black men, plural, keep popping up? Because it was more than just one. So when the black man, uh, brother Rizza, gets involved in world world issues. Mm-hmm. Issues. When y'all start doing what you're doing, they want y'all to sit down. They want y'all to go back to smoking and talking sports and and balls. But when you start dealing with the big black brain, that's mm-hmm. the danger. So they used her, you see, to tell mm-hmm. black men to shut up. So that's why I go after them because I recognize uh, how they're being used as an effective tool by open enemies. So that's why I will never relent. I never go after our black folks that have a good heart. It's not about perfection and none of that kind of stuff. But when you show in one breath that, watch this, you can forgive Joe Biden. Mm. Mm. You will defend Joe Biden. Mm. But Angela Rye, in your podcast with Charlemagne the God, you dog mm. Minister Farrakhan. Mm. My gavel. She called Farrakhan in the podcast and then uplifted Joe Biden and said how he did apologize and how she's still going to vote for him. That even Charlemagne had to say, you, you said you, I'm going to vote for Joe Biden, too, but you 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 going to vote for it. But you still that's the problem I have. You can't dog the brothers, the black man and the black woman. And then in the same breath, watch this, defend and forgive Zaddy. Mm. Mm. Make that make sense. That's dangerous. Aunt Jemima, uh, 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 what's her name on MSNBC? Uh, uh, Joy Reid. Oh, Joy Reid. Oh, yeah. Reed do? When somebody came out, when black folks came out, I'm going to use Nicki Minaj, for example. She was saying that a loved one of hers was, ex- she was explaining what they said they experienced, right? When they, came, when they took it, right? I've got mm-hmm. a family, a loved one, a black man. He had long locks. Guess what he told me? He said he only took it because he was supposed to be going out of the country with his family. So he felt compelled to do it. He said the trip ended up being postponed. He sent me a picture. of him. I've known this brother for almost 20 years. His locks are out. He said the texture of my hair is, is, is not tight anymore. He said I can't do my twist anymore. When black folks are saying this is what's happening to me because of the vacations and the Vaseline's. You tell black folks, Joy Reid, to shut up. She literally wagged her finger because Nicki Minaj was saying this is what her family loved one said that they experienced. So notice, Dr. Boyce, I'm rewinding, right? I'm connecting the dot. I've done shows on this. They said that black women in particular and black men, black people in general, the reason why we have such high death rates and difficulty in the medical industry is because we're not believed when we report... Mm. Our symptoms. Mm. Y'all listen to me. Uh-huh. Roy Reed did a piece on how black women are not listened to when we mm-hmm. report symptoms. But when it came down to this, what did she do? 
She told us, how dare you say that and misuse your platform and tell folks what you're experiencing. Shut up. Do you understand what I'm talking about? I'm someone that deals with an autoimmune illness related to one of my major organs. I'm having some positive results that's happening in my body with my holistic doctor now because the regular folks, my whole GI team gave up on me. All they want is major surgery and leave and they gave up. <laughs> Watch this. Watch this. So when I reported symptoms and being in the hospital, when they don't take you seriously, when they delay on moving it because you're black, this is one of the things that they showed that prove why black folks have the difficult time medically that they do. But in this issue, you got black folks wagging their finger telling you to shut up and how dare you. I wanted to point out the hypocrisy because they're getting bones and biscuits. Our family dog taught me about the bone. He taught me that if you give me a bone, that's actually compliance, a compliance. Mm. I want to reinforce a certain behavior. All you got to do is give a dog a bone. And what do you want the dog to do? <laughs> you want him to go out of space? Do you want him to become an astronaut? No, all you want him to do is what? Everybody who's watching is speaking with Mickey <laughs> Dillon and Riza Islam, and we're just having a fun conversation about pandemic politics and everything else. Do us a favor, let them know how much you appreciate them, uh, and also hit the thumbs up, share, subscribe button if you haven't done it yet. Is that a uh, butcher's bone? Okay, what does that say? Champ, doc. This ain't just no regular one now, baby. It's, it's, look, it's a champ. God damn. <laughs> and uh, also, if you, if you want to join Mickey and the Rizzo this weekend uh, in the special event where they are going to uh, take a lot of your questions and talk to you for a very long time to break down what's been going on during this pandemic, you can go to flynubianmastermind.com. Uh, that's really going to go in, into extreme detail uh, relative to what we're able to talk about today publicly. Uh, so it's a private mm-hmm. conversation. So if you'd like to join, go to flynubianmastermind.com. Yes. All right. So let me ask you this, uh, Brother Rizza. I, I'm going to um, I'm gonna uh, th- throw, throw an, an image on the screen. And I want to, uh, you know, I, I'm going to have a moment of honesty. And then I'd like for you to help me uh, kind of give you know get some thoughts on this. So uh, Vicky talked about. Uh, so so I'm gonna throw up some old Sanders. Okay, now that ain't that ain't that ain't no feminine woman, right? And not to say that that right. a woman doesn't mean anything. I'm not here to tell. I'm not here to arbit you know arbitrate womanhood or nothing like that. But but when I saw her, I I, I said, man, that's a big that's a big scary dude. And uh, and it's not like she doesn't. You know, I mean, she, you know, you saw what happened, like the protester mm-hmm. came up on stage. She took the protester down yeah. like she really should be on the roster of the Chicago Bears. Like that, right. that, that I ain't never seen. I, I, that was a clean tackle. She, <laughs> that, she did that. that that was that was like she should have been at the con, NFL mm-hmm. combine with that. So mm-hmm. so here's my here's where I'm going at with this, man. All right. So Vicky mentioned that the country is not accustomed to black male masculine leadership. I think that's mm-hmm. why they have a problem when Ice Cube spoke out. They have a problem with uh, brothers like yourself speaking out. They have a problem with, you know, they've always had a problem when Minister Farrakhan would speak out. Um, do you think that perhaps when you look at like a Simone Sanders type of energy, that there is kind of this, uh, in the way she's sort of like, y'all shut up, black men need to shut up. I, it, it makes me, it made me sort of feel like, okay, are there people that are just competitive? Like have there just been uh, certain women in the community who have just come to hate the black man so much and, and, mm. and maybe they want what we got. Right. You know, mm. you, know you know what I mean? Uh, um, where There's like this weird competition. 
You know, I, I, I mean, what, what are your thoughts on that? And then take the conversation in any direction you want. But I want to just ask you about that just generally. Like, do you think, how do you think the world would respond to Riza Islam differently if Riza was uh, a woman? Mm. <laughs> wow, oh, that's man. a good question. That, that, that last part was real good, brother. That last part was very good. <laughs> oh, really man. Well, we, we know that the system of white supremacy only accepts uh, the only man, the only black man that the system of white supremacy will accept is a masculine black woman. Mm. Okay, I'll say it one more time so we can understand this. The only black man that the system of white supremacy will accept is a masculine black woman. <laughs> All right, so you take that how how you will. Um, that's the first thing. Number one, my hair's been on process. you doc. You know, the computer just twirling. The, the computer's like twirling. I'm, I'm thinking about it. Uh, go ahead, man. Please go ahead, brother. We have to be honest about this because I've seen this uptick and this spike in more masculine-looking black women in the last roughly five to seven years. I've noticed this. They don't put heavily feminine, or pardon me, heavily feminine black women, divinely feminine black women on the screen. They put these more masculine black women on the screen and at the same time simultaneously demonize the masculine natural black men. And then at the same time as well, they are putting up effeminate black men who are normally homosexual, have no culture about themselves, et cetera, which again, we don't hate any of these individuals. We're just observing what they're doing. So for them to have these sisters up there who nine times out of 10 have been hurt by a number of black men, nine times out of 10 uh, have been abused by certain individuals. Again, not by all of us because you haven't met all of us. Uh, so it's, it's not logical to generalize all black men because of the mistakes of a few and vice versa. It's not okay to generalize all black women because of the mistakes of a few. That's not logical. That's not right. That's not just. It isn't fair. However, a person like that is easily able to be used to go against the better judgment and go against the uplifting agenda and go against the progress overall of their own people. If I can get those of you who have been traumatized by enough of you, then I can get you to destroy yourself. It is easy to do that. So that's why you see a lot of these sisters who are normally butch, shaved hair, you know, they're real built at the top. And again, this is how we just looking. we're observing here. So if Brother Reza Islam were a female, uh, <laughs> I don't even know how to answer that one. I'm trying to figure this out. I, I don't I don't think they'll be able to to take it either way. Come on. Because then I'd be the loud mouth black woman. You see what I'm saying? I'd be the uncompromising, unapologetic, you know, uh unfiltered. Black woman, it'll be the same oh. thing, you know, same exact thing. So you see Sister Vicky, they don't like her. You see Brother Reza, they don't like me. You see Brother Dr. Boyce, they don't like him. It doesn't matter how we come as long as we are standing against the system. But if we are accepting of the system, we parrot the dominant narrative. We say, take the stab, take the jab, etc. We bend over for the system and just parrot everything they want us to parrot. Then they will accept us no matter how we look, whatever. That's that's the point. Push the program. Come on. Push the program. Bend over for the system. Come on. Go along with the program. Go along to get along. Get your biscuits. As the minister said, the same thing. Go in the back and get your butter, your, your butter biscuits and fried chicken. You know, he said the same exact thing. Same thing. This, this is the exact thing that we have to understand. So, again, as we're noticing all of this, one major thing that we need to understand is this is on top of everything else. It is a spiritual warfare, number one. Yes. Okay, you are dealing with the war of gods and particularly Satan is trying to maintain his world when he knows it is over. That's the ultimate point. That's yes. number one. 
Number two, you're dealing with so many distractions that have to be maintained in order to maintain the momentum of their agenda being accomplished. So the psychological operation that we are being victimized with is all the different distractions to attack each other, to keep fighting against each other while they are maintaining dominance and control, pushing towards depopulation, pushing towards transhumanism, pushing towards gender wars, et cetera, to prevent human beings from spreading, replicating, and procreating. That's the overall agenda. So I'm not about to you know, get into the squabble of the man versus the woman because that's another... You know, that's another war. That's why the sister, that's why Sister Vicky just now, she she paid so much homage to the, the divine masculinity of a black man Come because on, it has man. to be demonstrated. It has to be seen. It has to be heard and it has to be replicated, duplicated all over the Internet. Why? Because they have been paying black women to openly mm -hmm. attack black men. Yes. It's how it goes. Oh. It's how it goes. We are each other's protection. So if I can get you to attack your own security, then you are going to be easily conquered because you have no one to rely on. Mm. So I just want to make sure we get this to our head. It's a, la it's a layered thing, but at the end of the day, we need to come together, unite, and do something for ourselves or else we will continue to be perpetual slaves and victims of this system. All Dr. Boyce, right. may I please say something related to what our brother just so beautifully said and what you asked, Dr. Boyce, really quick. I talk about this a lot. I broke this news, Dr. Boyce, when I first came to Fly Nubian, just before I came to Fly Nubian, uh, uh, around that time, because Trump was in office, right? Mm -hmm. When Donald Trump was in office, and some of my my, my day ones, y'all know this, Vicky would not stop talking about this, and I won't. Your U.S. government's State Department's counterterrorism department, not 50 <laughs> years ago, Doc, I said under the Trump administration, use nearly $600,000 that included some of, again, some of your very black taxpayer dollars to study the ideals of masculinity of African boys and men so that they yeah. can take some of that study knowledge that they're going to get there to use against what I say are our street soldiers, the so-called mm -hmm. bang bangers and black men, because they what? Weaponize their science and studies, that the stuff that they extract to use against them. Guess what are the five things that your government said, Dr. Boyce, just a few years ago, use your dollars from the State Department. Guess what are the five things your government said, Doc? That they're studying in black boys and men. Watch this. Don't forget, y'all. They already put the answers in the chat. Probably I can't even see mm -hmm. it. Everybody, everybody, take notes, please, because everybody here who's got a son, uh, shout out your son because yes. I need y'all to really take it. Like, like we need to go to class real quick. Forgive me for interrupting all that. Video. No, please. I say need it. us to go to class and like I got a piece of paper and a pen. I need y'all to write this down. Come on, we must spread this far and wide. Please go ahead, Vicky, because I know what you're gonna talk about. I remember hearing you say it, and I'm gonna write it down. Go ahead. And I won't stop because I've been talking about it for four, three, four years and I will not stop. I'm quoting now from QZ.com. Uh, this is, again, a quote from the government. The two-year program, $600,000 program says expectations of these men. This is a quote that your government said that they're using these $600,000 for to study. Those black boys and men who are what? Tough? Heterosexual. Yes. Aggressive unemotional and what achieving let me say those five characteristics that your u.s government's state department's counterterrorism program said they're studying just in black boys and men these are the black boys and men y'all that has given been given given the u.s hell without the same weapons brother rizza 
Come on. They've been giving them hell over there, Dr. Voice, because they want to know what's causing these unrelenting black boys and men to fight back without the same weapons, without the same resources, fearlessly. These are the five traits that your government says that they fear in black boys and men. Say it with me, y'all. Those who are tough, mm. heterosexual, mm. aggressive, unemotional, mm. and mm. achieving. They're mm. saying that those men are freaking them out in so many words. Watch this. And they say, quote, they said, these are those, let me read this exactly, to be tough, heterosexual, aggressive, unemotional, and achieving are exploited by groups who appeal to these characteristics and offer the opportunity to fulfill those particular roles. And they want to talk them through these activities to promote male to male dialogue on issues of gender and encourage stronger social and familiar support structures. They want them to get in touch with their feminine side. So they're sitting here talking about attacks on the LGBTQ community. And y'all know we love all our brothers and sisters. Watch this. But your government specifically said they're targeting heterosexual. Black men. My question is, why aren't we quoting the State Department's government targeting them? It's mm. the black, heterosexual, achieving, unemotional black man that they're after. That's why the U.S. government's press secretary, Jen Psaki, referenced a report that Brother Rizza Islam was on. Mm. Talk mm. back to me. It's mm. not just the big black muscles. It's the, the big black muscle they most offended and scared of is this big black right. Dr. Boyce. What do you call this? Your, your space, Dr. Boyce? Uh, the, 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 the place for intelligent. What, what do you say? Oh, this is the place for intelligent black people. Yeah. What did you say, Dr. Boyce? Excuse yes, me. for intelligent black people. Yes, that's, oh, that's, scared. that's that big black brain. So that's why I'm going to go to work for mine because mm. your government just yesterday this is not 50 years ago this is under the trump administration state department counterterrorism program y'all hmm. they say this is who they're secretly studying while we sit over here trying to act like it's everything else this is who they're studying to stop to prevent to frustrate and to foil the rise of the black man and the black woman hmm. Well, what what year was that article written in, Sister Vicky? This article, and matter of fact, I'm gonna put the link in the chat. January twenty third, twenty eighteen. Let me see. Let me see if I can do it live right now. I'm gonna put it in the chat. Um, yes, sir. I want to put it in the chat right now. Miles, please tell me if y'all can see this link. And let me tell everybody. <clears throat> I try. I remember things with acronyms. That helps me see because I because what I heard when you said that that really. It just I, I I trust my 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 third eye in terms of just things that instinctually make sense. And if you talk about what makes a man competitive and able to accomplish at a high level, mm. uh, which will ultimately make him a threat to white supremacy. Because remember, Dr. Claude Anderson teaches that race is male to male competition. So mm. it's not appropriate for a black man to ever sit around complaining and whining about what the white man's doing to him. You you can't Come do on. it. You, you can acknowledge it. But then you have to make a plan to fight back. So, <clears throat> so those five words, tough, heterosexual, aggressive, unemotional, and achieving, uh, I, I mean, that that's like, that's a blueprint, right? So so the acronym that uh, I'm going to throw out here for everybody to help you remember this so that you can really talk, think about how you want to raise your sons, right, uh, is you hate them. So if they, <laughs> you hate them, that, yes! that's that's unemotional, heterosexual, uh, mm-hmm. achieving, uh, tough and aggressive. So the leader, 
your son, if he if he has those traits, just know he's gonna be a threat, right? He's mm. gonna look like looked at as a hater on white supremacy. But I'm teaching brother. a lot of sons who That's grow so up good. to be haters on white supremacy. So the acronym is you hater. Uh, un, that's unemotional, aggressive, uh, heterosexual, achieving, tough. Did I get that right? Well, y'all, y'all get it. Y'all get you got, it. You got it. You got, you got it. it. There we go. So you hate it. All right. So everybody, keep it. Write that down because th- this is important, right? Because you think about it, right? Tough, heterosexual, aggressive, unemotional, achieving. You got it. Tough, yeah. heterosexual, aggressive, unemotional, achieving. Oh, tough. Don't forget about tough. Yes, mm-hmm. tough. absolutely. And that's and that's and I want to say this really quick is we've got to we don't have to remember all the details. All I want our people is to ask the questions. Why is the U.S. government using our taxpayer dollars to study specifically, y'all, black men and boys with those five traits? (laughs) You know what? I have another acronym. Come on. I have another acronym to toss out here, which the reason why I asked you when that article was written, Sister Vicky, is because I studied. Uh, the history dealing with black male masculinity with a strong focus in America in particular. Mm -hmm. And I had to understand, was there a war on it? Is there a chemical war on it? Is there a religious, a spiritual? So we already looked at it all the way down from slavery up to this point, but there are a number of factors. Number one, uh, in the 90s and after, they were looking at something called the warrior gene Mm. that black men possessed. I believe Neely Fuller talked about this. Uh, Dr. Francis Press Welsing referred to this and a number of others. But they said that black men in particular are predisposed to violence, that we naturally ingrained within our genetic makeup are violent. Hmm. Okay, there's another book that was written by uh, some psychiatrists. The book is called The Bell Curve, came out in the 1990s. In the area of psychology, it was, you know, something of a uh, recommendation, I believe, or prerequisite to read in a lot of those psychology classes. And in that book, it showed and it was showing a curve and the understanding of cultural norms and the understanding of predispositions or likelihoods or inclinations to doing certain things. And mm. it said black and brown males in particularly are less intelligent by nature, naturally and genetically less intelligent than Caucasian males. Their IQ or mm. intelligence quotient reflects on their innate, natural, inbred, low level of intelligence. I want us to understand this so we can wow. just understand. When you hear people say post-racial and they argue with critical race theory and all this, only people who get caught up in that are those who are not knowledgeable of the actual facts. And the actual facts are that the ingrained knowledge, operating basis, and agenda of this country and this government is to prove the intellectual inferiority of black men and black women. That is, there is nothing else. Facts. Prove our inferiority so that they can justify our elimination. Come that on. is how this goes. So moving forward from the warrior gene... Moving forward from the bell curve, you have something in 2017 that the FBI came out with. There was a classification where they specified that black men and particularly and black women and black culture has become surprisingly violent after all the different murders that happened from Trayvon Martin to Mm. Tamir Rice and all these different things. And they said, well, black people are now fighting back against police and they have a high likelihood of fighting against police officers. And so they said, we're studying this and we are looking at the idea of something called BIEs, Black Identity Extremists. Now, what do you call? Black Intellectual Extremists. That is why I wrote this book. I want us to understand something. My reason is on the back of the book. Help us, Brother Rizzo. 
I want us to understand. It says in August of 2017, the United States government through the FBI classified black people who are passionate about who they are, their culture, their history and their identity as being BIEs or black identity extremists. Being a community activist, educator and humanitarian for nearly 15 years, Reza Islam argues that it is not the black identity extremist that this government is afraid of. It is the black intellectual extremist. This this book exposes the plot, agenda, and targeting of the black intellect and an apparent resurrection of Cointel in modern time. That's why I wrote mm. this book. Mm. Because of this very reason. So I boy, knew Brother it. Rizzo, that, that book. Uh, let me ask you this. So do you think <laughs> well let, let me let me ask you this then, Brother Rizzo, because uh, I, I want to know more about the book. And please re- repeat the title slowly so everybody on here can support you. I'm a, I'm I'm publicly asking everyone to go find that book Come on. and yes, buy sir. a copy, please. Reezaislam.com. Uh, yeah, so let me let me say this, man. I uh, saw I, when I was on a plane. I don't know if I never. I, I don't know if I told y'all this story or not. But I was check this out. I was in Guyana in 2017 for a semester. My wife was doing a, a fellowship there, and I caught a flight out of Guyana at six in the morning. And Guyana is a small country. The airport's so small they ain't even. There's not even a hotel within 20 miles of the airport. That's how tiny these airports. So I so I get on this plane. And I bump into uh, Brother Nuri Muhammad. And I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, Nuri. Oh, whoa. What, what are you doing here? Right? <laughs> so we're both flying from Guyana. And then I'm on the plane and I bump into Tony Browder. Right? Oh, wow. And, and we're all sitting within wow. like two or three rows of each other and did not even know no that wow. this was happening. I wow. got nervous. I got real nervous. I said, Man, this is a setup. They are they gonna blow this thing up? How did right. Guyana of all places? It wasn't like it was London or something. It was Guyana, right? So wow. here's what here's what happened. So unfortunately, the plane did not blow up. Um, I didn't have to. Uh, and uh, and I talked to uh, Tony Browder for a while. Who was a the coolest guy in the world. I can't wait to talk to him again because I just have so much admiration for him. And uh, one of the things that he mentioned, and this is what I want to ask you about, is he said. That uh, back, he said, we didn't realize in the 70s and 80s, you know, because you listen to your elders, you get that game. He's giving me all the game. He said, we didn't realize that at that time there were COINTEL pro operations happening to slow down the momentum we were gaining. That they were just planting crazy people in the Mm -hmm. middle of the movement to just say crazy stuff and create disruption and chaos. And I, I get the sense that he was also implying that that's happening now. Come on. You got some people maybe on the internet. That are just acting a damn fool just yes. to undermine what's going on. Can you kind of speak to that in terms of what you've observed? We don't have to name names and all that, but I'd be curious to know your thoughts on that. So good. Yes. Uh, huh. Man. Okay. The, the reason why I, um, the government knows exactly who was a threat uh, and they make it known now more than ever who they know is a threat. They're actually really tired of it. So I'll say this. Planting people inside of movements is very traditional. It's like the ABCs of, of government corruption. It's what they do. All right. The standards like ABC, one, two, three, put somebody in there to undermine or curtail or cut off or lessen or weaken the power of a movement that goes towards uplifting a demographic of people who we hate sincerely. So they put people who look like us, like understand that the basic understanding of agents are two basics. You have those who are skilled in intelligence, and then you have those who are skilled in espionage, primarily. So you have an entire organized group, for example, on FBI's website, 
They have a group of over 20,000 employees in the domestic terrorist division for internet profiles. Mm. So they have people mm. who are hired, who literally create fake profiles, and they go into the comments, they go in, onto different pages, Come they on. have you know, major followings, some of them, and most of them have minor followings, and they create problems in comments in these different areas. You call them trolls, but you're not realizing a lot of them are actually on government payroll. Come on now. This is not a this is not a far-fetched conspiracy theorist. This is a documented conspiracy fact. Come the on. government cannot allow our movement to be successful because they literally make more money, they have more power, more dominance and control when we are weaker, when we are unintelligent, when we are unhealthy, when we are asleep. They cannot allow us to continue to move forward. That's not how this goes. That's so right. they have to find a way to cut it off. So they do pay money. They have it in the budget. This, this is, I want us to understand this. It's not, <laughs> people don't understand because you don't want to realize how evil things truly are. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said, you trust your enemy too much and you hate your brother or your sister who continues to tell you the truth when it comes to exposing the damn same devil, Satan, group of people and organization and government that has always hated you. You don't like us telling you the truth. But you believe somebody who openly says, I hate you. You ain't nothing but a stupid, dumb nigga. You know, go and, you know, shut up and dribble. Be quiet. You don't have a degree. Play your basketball. Throw your football. You trust them. them. But you don't trust us who empower you and enlighten Ooh. you. Because you have some of them who are sincerely on government payroll. Hey. So it doesn't matter what you say to them. This is where their allegiance lies until they decide to step away from it, give the money back. Like the movie, I believe it was Judas and the Black Messiah, which was based off of a real life occurrence with a government agent who was there to bring down Brother Fred Hampton. Come same on. thing with Brother Malcolm. You had Eugene Roberts and about four other government agents. They were all doing the same thing. You had agents around Brother Martin Luther King. You had agents around Mosanib Elijah Muhammad. Agents around the Honorable Mr. Wiswar Khan. And I'm sure there's probably one around your brother Reza Islam, but Come I'm on. so hot on they ass that they are no. not going to be around for long. <laughs> <laughs> what you understand is <laughs> you gotta be able to spot it though. <laughs> you gotta be able to spot it. I oh, need to get a gap too, since I need one. I got you. I, I got a Vicky Gavel. Come on. Don't use that much. But I do have a Vicky Gavel. Y'all got all the party favorites. Look, I'm saying it publicly. Have your, I, I, look, I got your sisters, everybody. Send me your. I got him, y'all. I got yes, you. Yes, ma'am. I got you. I need that. I, I'm just, yes. I'll just end this. I'll just end the point on this. The same thing the government has done before the internet is the same thing they're doing with the internet. Come on. Make it very clear. They have found a way to make it economically feasible, just like they don't send a bunch of live, breathing human soldiers into war. Right. They use drones instead. That's right. It's more economically feasible, well, just like they don't need to bring people to every one of our events, although they do have yes. some that show up in live at our live events, but they have a more effective, efficient way of getting rid of you or causing a problem for you on your internet, on your blogs, on our websites, yes. cutting off our ability to make money because we know that that's how they do it. Cut off the money of the revolution. Yes. Without the money, they won't be able to thrive to the best of their ability. God got us regardless, but we know that these are things that will prevent them uh, from, from going forward You know, to the degree that they want to. So just be mindful to look at the people who always want to argue. Always. Mm. Always finding ways to distrust black people. And they look like us. Thank like, you. That's why I can't trust, you know, them black folks. And I can't trust those black. No, how about this? We love our people. 
Period. Period. How about that? How about this? If you stand and defend this enemy, we don't like you. Mm. You individually, you certain them out. Certain individuals, That's but you're good. not gonna get me to hate all my people because of the certain images and actions and mistakes of a few. That ain't That's gonna happen. You're not gonna make that. You, you you have to get to a point to where you have no compromise. You will never get me to hate my people. Come you on, will never get me to betray my people. You will never get me to denigrate and uh, uh, what is it? Attack black women, black men. You're never Come gonna on. get me to generalize us at all in the negative. I will always generalize us in the positive. But you will never get me to turn. That is the point, and we mm. have to make it so blatantly razor sharp accurate to where they are afraid to even step to us i don't give a damn what they say that's, that's why right. they start putting your brother on different lists all over the white right. house because you know this one is a problem come on yeah. anyone who's not like this they're a problem so that's come why they on. call us radicals and the Farrakhan following you know they start they start saying he's turned he's radicalized you damn right i'm radicalized in a way where i love my people and i hate the system of white supremacy Talk back to but me. I, I and like and I'm, is, is you hater. <laughs> <laughs> you you hate hater. You right. hate hating on white. Uh, uh, what's that? Uh, unemotional. Come on now. Uh, unemotional, heterosexual, aggressive, yes. achieving, yes. and tough. Yes. That is Islam to a T. So you get the hater of the year award and right so now. I'm, I'm going to yes. add that to my T-shirt uh, list. Now. I'm going to have to. I'm doing. I'm, I'm going to do that with y'all's images on it. But I want to say this really quick. Uh, I want to. I want to let you all know another dynamic that you may not have considered. I'm talking about the family of what I want to discuss because my goal is to really let Brother Rizla tell us for real, for real stuff that they will not allow him to say online or they restrict it. And I know, and this is, I'm, I'm asking too, brother, that you give us a handful of things for a few solutions also, which I know you've been really good about providing us with basic things in terms of holistic stuff and some solutions that we can deal with this pandemic. So family, you want to go two things. You can register two ways. If you join, let's, uh, Dr. Boyce just headed up clubvicky.com. That's my weekly mastermind. That's only $1 trial, y'all. I've been see, I know y'all signed up. Y'all getting a dollar. For the first 30 days. So glad to me. Now, y'all better stay with me for at least a month or so. Stop playing with me because I drop gems, strange lives, testimony, signs, and wonders to follow my work. So don't play with me. But y'all getting to hear this God speak for practically a dollar at clubvicky.com. Or you can just go straight to Vlanubia Mastermind. It's Doc Happy Yes. Or straight to VlanubiaMastermind.com. Those are the two ways. Now, let me tell you this very quickly. Uh, the reason why I'm so quick, I think it's so adamant, brother, to defend my black brothers. And um, I've done it for both of you all in different ways and for different reasons is because I have been before high level federal entities, whether they be judges. I'm talking about without uh, training in the legal field, in civil cases, on state levels, local levels, federal levels, before states, attorneys, generals and too many other people that I can't actually say. And I became a problem. And so I only learned out later the judge to this day. I went through an unjust trial, a whole bunch of stuff, Doc. But do you know out of my 50-some thousand pages of discovery, and I still don't have all my discovery because the judge denied giving it to us. She denied us knowing why they came after me in the first place. Guess what the government did? They sloppily redacted some of the information on some of my discovery. Some, most of it was on a disk. And a lot of it I still didn't get to see because I had to go to my public pretender's office to see it. And then some of it was thousands of pages in a box, uh, stacks and stacks of pages. They sloppily redacted some of the stuff that they didn't want me to know. Mm. And one of the things that, you know, they had in their internal emails with high level uh, law firms that were prodding the feds to come after me because I was giving them that everlasting work 
offline and in court and I was exposing them. And even though I wasn't quote unquote winning cases outright, I was making public records and there were local newspapers covering my story. So mm. Vicky knows Vicky was being a little too loud by herself. Found out later through some of those documents, guess who was sitting in some of my foreclosure forms at libraries? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm telling you, forget, I go on, I go on my own story. Mm-hmm. Guess who was sitting there, Dr. Voice? I found out later in government document. There were other local law enforcement entities that were sitting there at Blair Caldwell Center. Let me just give y'all a receipt and look it up for Denver. <laughs> in one of my foreclosure forums that was there for, as a local law enforcement agent listening to Vicky. When they dismissed the case against me on a, on a local level because I brought grievances against police officers that was going out to one of my properties illegally. I filed grievances against local law enforcement and I was giving them that work and their names were on affidavits. I got them in trouble. Guess what they did? They came after me with, um, with, with, uh, 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 what is it? When, when you, uh, the, the, uh, you get pulled over, I'm tripping. Uh, they put out a warrant. Oh yeah. They put out a warrant. Watch this. Spirit worked it so much. This is why I dominate in the realm of the spirit. Spirit worked it so much. I was supposed to be going to some event at a military base. It was a spiritual event, but they had to run my background. Watch this, Doc. They thought I was going to get caught up driving and get pulled over. Guess what happened? I found out I had multiple warrants against me against the very local police officers. And guess what the warrant was about? It was about a trespassing thing on my own property that I owned. And they brought me later. I got it cleared up because I found out about it through this religious event from the military base. Got it taken care of, went to this case, picked the jurors, was representing myself the whole nine. Guess what? The case was dismissed when I got ready personally to cross-examine their first witness. Their first witness admitted that it was the local law enforcement that tried to use her against me because they were upset with me. They dismissed the case. And guess what they said during uh, on the record, Doc? What was that? Guess what they said, Brother Risen? They mm. said that they were aware of another situation that they were going to try to press. They were talking about with the feds to push against me. So they made it clear. You ain't winning nothing, young lady. I know you. I know we finna dismiss this jury right now. The judge was mad because they wasted taxpayer dollars and time going through the whole process, opening statements, the whole nine. But I had a lot of information against them. This information is a part of my public record is all I'm trying to tell you. That Mm -hmm. were sitting there in some of my events where I'm trying to educate the public on how they were misusing and committing all kinds of crimes and a lot of other stuff related to the foreclosure crisis. And in Colorado, which we don't have a big black population here, even though I'm born and raised in Mississippi, but now I live in the wild, wild west. Um, It was disproportionately affecting black folk here. And I was bringing attention to a lot of the dirty hands. So I wanted you to know this happens uh, uh, on the uh, on the multiple levels, and the reason I so defend our brothers is because I know what this is about. I know that our enemy weaponizes everything because they know our time is short. So we want you to go to flynubiamastermind.com, family. You can go directly there, register, or if you join clubvicky.com, which a lot of you apparently are doing, you get in for a dollar. That's free. You get in free, and you're getting this uh, beautiful brother. Who the U.S. government, the White House press secretary Jen Psaki, Doctor Boyce, was referencing brother Reza Islam. Jen Psaki, <laughs> something that should tell you everything you need to know. Meanwhile, they got their Kyle Rittenhouses, and we got our. Mm-hmm. 
Slums. Talk black. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to miss this. Flywmastermind.com or go to clubvicky.com. It's going to be real worth it. Stick with me there, family. It's going to be the first month. It's basically free for a dollar. Clubvicky.com and you'll get automatic access this Sunday, uh, December 5th. We're going to let our brother uh, run for it. He's going to tell us the stuff that he can't say online or they restrict him from saying online. And then we want you to end it, brother Riz, whatever's on your heart and giving us a few areas, uh, a, a few solutions. And it's my honor, my privilege to connect with you. And thank you so much. Dr. Boyce for being the fearless black man you always are um, and allowing these conversations to go forward and partnering with me on this. Yeah, well, it's, it's an honor to work with you. And, and um, you know, as far as I'm concerned, this is this is called doing your job. Mm. You know, um, you know, I, I understand the assignment. You know, the assignment is that we are supposed to stick by each other. And I, and Riz, I'll say this, and I, I'd like for you to get the last word, Riz. Uh, maybe you can uh, tell us what uh, what's going to happen on Sunday on the, on the 5th uh, a little bit, just um, in terms of what you plan to break down. But also, um, you know, just describe what that's been like for you. You know, I, I personally, mm. when I saw you doing what you were doing and I, I, I met you uh, at Tariq Nasheed's event was the first time we met. And I've just followed you for a long time. I, I admire you. And when you respect somebody like that, you know, you 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 just you have to ride with them. You know, I, did, okay, I see what he's dealing with. I'm here. My door is open. Come you know, on. It doesn't matter what what that means. So uh, so tell us, man, what what's. Uh, I guess, uh, how are you doing? First of all, first of all, in terms of dealing with this, second of all, uh, if you want to talk a little bit about Sunday, uh, feel free, go ahead. You have the last word. Absolutely. Uh, and I'm, and again, I'm honored to be just united and, you know, connected to strong black men and women who are uncompromising at this time, uh, because we know plenty of people who have turned and who have turned away from us personally or publicly or, you know, I love you, but I can't really do much with you. I'm, you know, I gotta, you know, I gotta think about my future, my career, et cetera. You know, everyone is not made for this. So I just, again, I, I honor both of you and I thank you for doing what you do as a part of the overall mission because it's not easy. Um, and when it comes to me personally, how I've been dealing with this, you know, this has been a very long, long mission. Twenty, it will be 22 years next March, uh, next year, 2022 will be 22 years that I've been involved in community activism, uh, working within the community, helping our people on different levels and different things since I was roughly 11 years old. Wow. So the majority of my life, this is this has been it. Uh, and so I just put onto social media what I've been doing in real life. The first time the FBI visited your brother, you know, Sister Vicky was bringing up her story is when, uh, this is before I was on Instagram. It was all the way back in 2013. Mm. They came to my house, an Asian uh, individual, a female and a brother. And they were questioning me about what I was posting and how did I know certain information? And am I attached to certain terrorist organizations? And, mm. you know, all these different questions. And I was just laughing. <laughs> and I had to, you know, honestly, I had to grill both of them. I said, you're Japanese. Do you know what America did to your people? And I went to my brother. <laughs> I just, I just, I just, <laughs> I had to because it was beyond insulting. So, you know, fast forward up to where we are now. I find it to be one of the greatest honors mm. that could ever be paid to our ancestors, our people, our bloodline, our trauma, mm. you know, our existence. When you are hated by Satan, then you must belong to God. Woo! Mm. You must belong to God because who else do you belong to? <laughs> go ahead, Sister Vicky, go ahead. Thank you. Come on, Doc. Okay. All right. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you. <laughs> Who, you know, the, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan does not make punks. Come on. He doesn't. Um, and again, regardless to who follows him or whatever you ascribe to or subscribe to, it's perfectly fine. But that is my leader. 
uh, my living example, who I believe is the fulfillment and embodiment of all of our great leaders combined in one human being, if we want to refer to one black leader, that is who I personally will say is the black leader. Um, but I, I can't I can't see anything other than moving forward until we have everything for our people. There is no other objective. I see nothing else. I have blinders on. We are this close. Come on. The system is collapsing. It Come is on. done for. It is over. Our ancestors prayed for this to happen. Our people have fought for this to happen. And we are this close. I'll be damned if I pass on this fight to the next generation. I'm not bringing no child into the world unless I see that we are moving forward mm. into our hereafter. That's where my, my mindset wow. is. So dealing with it is, you know, I've been able to just go through it, you know, and, and I stick close to those who are like minded, who are right next to me, who have uh, my better interest at heart. The good people, because we do have some good people in our lives. We can't lie about that. We have somebody yes, who right. we can stick next to. And I, of course, put all my faith and trust in almighty God, Allah, the yes. supreme being, the universe, whatever you want to call it, him, yes. her. You know, so I, I just I just continue to follow the example, study our examples, study our greats and stop pretending like this damn system don't exist and stop pretending as if we don't have good people out here doing work as well. That's so, right. You know, yes. I, this, help, this right here is what helps me to make it through. It's talking to my brothers and sisters like this who are also in different parts of the country and the world doing the work, too. So I'm, I'm thankful, brother. I'm happy. And trust me when I say we haven't even reached our peak yet. Come on now. Tell we haven't reached that yet. Tell trust me. We all still babies in this, man. We we got a lot of work to do. Trust me. We just getting warmed up. Yes. I, I tell you what, I'm inspired. And uh this has been so much fun. Uh it's so crazy. I was I was I was tired. I had so many meetings today, and uh and, and I and my brain was going backwards, and I ended up even being late. You know, y'all know that. And uh, so I came into the meeting with, with energy that was well, I was fighting to keep my energy up because I was so tired. But now I am like pumped up. I don't know about everybody in here, but I, I'm ready for battle. And y'all got, y'all got right. me pumped up. Y'all got me pumped. Yes, man. So, come on. Soldiers like this, we cannot lose. And and like uh, Rizza said, um, you know, the Minister Louis Farrakhan, Honorable Elijah Muhammad, they don't produce punks. Come on, they, they don't. That's, that's why. That, that is why I have told y'all a million times. I rocks with the Nation of Islam. Don't come you say on. nothing to me negative about Farrakhan, about the nation, none of that. I don't want to, I don't, don't, don't want Me and, come on, me, come on, me, me and you. When I got that invitation directly from That's Mr. Right. Farrakhan's office, mm-hmm. my connection with the nation is maybe slightly different now, but I'm a child. I'm, look, I'm, I don't care if Mr. Farrakhan is mine. When I heard <laughs> his office, y'all listen to me. The greatest, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, y'all, y'all know I love y'all, but the greatest black man <laughs> in my opinion on the planet, the planet. Come on. Uh, but hearing from his office got a direct and they let my mama come too to bring to hear him directly on the you can't tell me I'll be bragging about that all the time. <laughs> and he recently had a direct message to me. I'm on the other lot. Look, y'all, and they had the, the missing voice, and I'm look, this me. <laughs> what he said? Look, 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 y'all. What he what he and, and it was his direct voice, his wasn't a message for me saying you keep me. He know Vicky and his office said. <laughs> We know he knows about your work because we sent him to Clint's, but he said they don't know how he found the show lately on his own, Dr. Boys. <laughs> and said, no, he telling them. You tell her, I said, and then record his work. So I want to let you all know that man was the one early on told us what this was about. Didn't he, Rizzo? 
That's right. Last year, 2020. July and this is another reason, Dr. Boys, they try to discredit voices like Brother Riz and other stuff because they know indirectly what would that do? They don't want to legitimize a voice that's been out there for what? 60 some odd years. Y'all talk black to me now. Y'all talk black to me. They know that it's interconnected to something even greater than our brother Rizza. But our brother Rizza is certainly what? The fruit. What does that FOI stand on your, for, for a brother? Come on now. Come on now. And the fruit is connected to what? To the root, ain't it? Come on. That's it's connected right. to something even greater. And so this is a production of something that we're seeing here. And so anyway, I'm going to stop talking. Y'all just go to clubvicky.com. Join that for $1 for the first Sunday. 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 And our brother Riz, real quick, tell us now what, what's on your heart to talk about. Do you want to say anything further? What you want, just a couple of points you want to hit on? Well, I just uh, I just mentioned not only are you going to get updates about what is happening around the world, but also information coming directly from scientists who I confer with before I post anything or talk about anything dealing with the science. I have a group of scientists. I'm talking about microbiologists. I'm talking about uh, epidemiologists, chemists. You know, I'm, I'm talking about those who have the degrees that you say you should listen to the science. That's fine. I listen to the science. I do. Uh, even though there's no such thing as the science, because the means there's one, but there's no such thing. Uh, so, <laughs> but there's multiple scientists. So I make sure I get my information validated. Uh, and it's also going to be solutions that you're going to hear in different ways. Legal solutions, of course, medical solutions, physiological solutions for the immune system, immunotherapy solutions. And then, of course, ways to connect with resources around yourself, because that's the other thing we need to do is find local connections. Mm -hmm. Everybody's not able to just access something right here that they don't they don't know. They can't jump on a plane and come to California, jump on a plane and go to Texas or here. They have to find out what local solutions do they have. And then also the updates on different things that they may not know is happening um, inside of these government organizations that gives a good indication that we are winning in this fight. Come on. Okay? There's a lot going on. You know, and the spiritual side is always at the top, but it's going to be a beautiful thing. So I hope y'all come in. Make sure you have your notes. Get ready to learn. It's going to be some heavy information, but we're going to end with beautiful, uplifting information and solutions as we, as we should always do. Yes. And, um, and so uh, so for everybody that wants to go to the event on Sunday with uh, Vicky and Rissa and uh, work with them directly personally, uh, you can actually you can get a one time pass at flynewbeingmastermind.com. That's about forty nine dollars uh, because we, we got to support, you know, the brother financially. Uh -oh. I, want, I want to see, um, you know, us put our money where our mouth is in terms of backing the things we believe in. That's or right. you can do a trial in Club Vicky, a, a free trial uh, in exchange for um, for joining the event for free. Uh, but again, it, it, it's all built on the honor system. So, That's right. uh, so hopefully we, we don't have people that will dip and bounce out, but it, but it's okay. You know, right. you know, whatever, whatever you, your heart tells you to do, right. we want you to do it. We believe in freedom and we support you the way you support us. And I want to say thank you to everybody. You. And if y'all don't mind, I want to also say thank you. I saw a sister in here that made a, oh, sorry, a brother made a $99 donation. So I will acknowledge wow. that. Thank you. I didn't get a chance to mention some of the other ones because they On one of the platforms that's still, that's still monetized because I was as demonetized. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they, you know, with, yeah, with Fly Newbie Queen, you know, Vicky Spire was she spent so much fire, and they just demonetized the whole channel. And they I, do. I didn't care. I didn't care. I mean, you know, we, we know that there's so many things that are so much more important than the money. You need the money to make the movement work. The money's yeah, necessary right. to get things done. Yeah. But we know it's bigger than the money, so it, it's all right. We'll figure it out. You know, right? So, mm -hmm. uh, so Ao Thirty uh, says thanks, sis, for your teaching and consistency. I have to look mm -hmm. into research. Brother Rizza Islam and finally a big thank you to Dr. Boyce for this yes. platform. So and thank you, brother, for your donation. Thank and, uh, you. 
And I want to say thank you to our guests. Uh, everybody, please in the chat, say thank you to our brother Rizza. Thank Club. you. And Appreciate Vicky, that, y'all. And I'm also going to uh, so clubvicky.com is where you can go if you want to join on Saturday. Uh, yes. I'm going to take that off the screen so you can see where you can follow each of these individuals online. I would like to ask you, give me a verbal confirmation, a yes to the chat. Uh, let's be let's have some intentionality for a moment. Uh, give me a verbal confirmation. You will go follow Brother Rizza. He's at mm-hmm. the intellectual extremist. Notice that, that the, the it's not ex. It's just intellectual X. extremist with an X, right? That's right. So please, everyone, go follow um, uh, follow Brother Rizza and also uh, Miss Vicky Dillard. Uh, give me a yes in the chat. You will go follow Vicky and her website is on purpose with Vicky, or you can go to Vicky X Dillard on Instagram. So uh, let, let's follow each other because remember, we need our own media. Yes. So yes. Our own information that way we. Don't have to worry about what mainstream media is doing. We we are the mainstream. Like that's we, right. We, we're concerned. We are the mainstream for our people. So uh so God bless everybody. Thank you all for joining us. Hit the thumbs up button on your way out. Thank you again, uh Rissa Islam and Vicky Dilly. Yes, My privilege. You. We'll see you all. Appreciate you. Love you. Love I already you. know. All right. Love.